Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Inside the Birds is back. What's up, everybody? Jeff Mosher, Adam Kaplan. Is it weird to hear our voice just two days after a podcast already dropped? Well, it shouldn't be. This is what we do. We are back to our regular season podcast format. That's three podcasts a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now, this is a little bit different. Usually our Wednesday podcast, as Adam, you know well, we'll be doing um, our, our tape review pod from the game before after we talk to our sources and get intel. We don't have a game yet. That's going to be on Sunday as the Eagles travel to Detroit to open up their season against the Lions. So we do have some Eagles items we're going to get to, but we're also uh, finally going to take some time, Adam, to go over with you your NFL training camp tour and kind of get everything that you viewed through your eyes on your trek around the country as you uh, you know finally finished that up about a week and a half ago. And are you refreshed? Are you, are you ready to galvanize for the season now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, some of the I saw some of the Eagles opponents, and uh, we'll squeeze in some um, some over unders talk. I know a lot of people do uh, the futures bets, which are over unders. So we'll talk about that. We also have a game tomorrow night. The Bills are playing at the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the 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 opener can't wait for that game. What, what a you know, it's funny that line is two and a half, but I totally forgot that Tre'Davious White is out uh, uh, the star corner for the Bills on on a pup because he's come back from ACL. Right. Uh, reconstruction so that that to me tilts it so that that's something obviously people are interested in but yeah I and I also visited the Rams but yeah look I'm I'm glad that we're, we're back to our normal schedule and it's always interesting the other part of what we loved if, for those of you who are new to our show uh this is this is something we started doing last year so we would we would talk to sources from other teams that <clears throat> would have the Eagles on their schedule and when he asked him, okay, what did what if you watch Philly's tape, what did you see? Mm-hmm. And often they would they did advance work. We we would get who, so, you know whether they're pro personnel, the general manager, personnel director, coach, whoever it may be. They would say this is what it looked like, and they have no bias because they don't work for the Eagles. They just this is what we see. It's the best time. And yep. some of us obviously very critical when the Eagles weren't playing well. We we started to get answers about what they saw, and it, it certainly helped us learn about what uh, the league saw for the football team. No doubt about it. And now the Lions are an interesting team. We'll get to that more on Friday when we do our uh, game preview podcast. They are, they've made a lot of additions to the team. Um, They obviously have a lot of positive momentum coming out of hard knocks there. Uh, So we'll see if, uh, if they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. They already have a big injury that we'll get into in a second. 
Uh, I want to make just a few quick announcements. So like we said, we're back to our normal podcast format, three a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, if you want to catch our, our sort of training camp recap, our, our roster recap show that we did with Jason Avant from Fishtown last week, it's available on our podcast and YouTube platforms on Monday, uh, the 12th, which will be the day after the game, Adam and I will be back on 97.5, the fanatic to start restart ITB radio on the fanatic six to 8 PM. You can listen live or you can catch it through their website or through their app. Um, and as we've already told you, we are back at Rivers Casino on Sunday uh, and most game days, um, or most Sundays, always all game days for uh, 10 a.m. till noon for Eagles Lions. It'll be myself, Adam, Jason Avant, Greg Cosell. So looking forward to restarting that. And now we've got we've been telling people about some other ventures. We're ready to discuss a new venture that we're doing. We've partnered with Patreon.com, which is a those who, for those who don't know, Patreon is a um, as a service that allows content creators to distribute their their content, market it, promote it, um, go through, and it's a subscription based platform. So we're partnering with them to give our viewers, our fans, our listeners even more. Um, what we're going to be doing starting this month, pretty soon, uh, and you can you'll be able to sign up. Um, we'll give you all the information to that. It'll be in the in the descriptions and the links to uh, you know on our YouTube channel and our podcast platform, and of course on our social media accounts. But what you will get when you sign up for a Patreon subscription inside the Birds is a extra podcast every month it's just going to be for patreon subscribers and what we're going to do adam and i look forward to this this monthly show is going to be mostly geared toward like the state of the eagles at the time so let's say after the first three or four weeks of the season we'll do one at the end of this month it'll be you me maybe we'll get some some analysts on with us to say hey here the eagles are after one month of the season which is like a quarter of the season sort of um what's good what's bad what do we expect what didn't we expect What's got to, what do they got to do going forward? So it'll be very uh, analytical, X and OE, inside the birds type stuff. And we'll do that once a month as an extra bonus podcast. And then we're also going to do once a month an interactive show where we answer questions. It'll be like um, Ask ITB type of uh, live stream at the time. So you can ask us questions and we'll answer it in real live format. Um, there's also going to be a, a chat community, sort of like our Facebook community group, but through Discord, where Adam and I are going to be talking to people and answering their questions and, um, you know, just going through Eagles topics. Uh, we'll, we'll also give away see, tickets to see our pregame show live and in person. You get to meet ourselves, Greg Cosell, Jason Avant, watch the show, get some signed uh, memorabilia while you're there, and then there'll be other Ask uh, ways to, yes, then there'll be other ways yeah. to uh, yeah. to get, get stuff too. So, so it's going to yeah. be really excited. We look forward to it. Um, it's a way for us to kind of continue to grow inside the birds. Yes, it is a paid subscription per month, but we're going to be doing everything we can to give you as much as possible for becoming a paid subscriber. And that doesn't change just for anybody who might get worried. It doesn't we're still going to do our podcasts on on Anchor or or whatever podcast platform you listen to. Everything will still be everything inside the birds related will still be on our YouTube channel. This is just something additional that we're giving for people who would like to become inside the bird subscribers to Patreon. Yeah, and on on Patreon the cool thing is like 
because it's we're going to use Discord. There's no spam. You know, there's you don't have to worry about people who shouldn't be on there. Correct. These are for serious. Are you a diehard Smart Eagles fan? You're going to want to get access to this because you're going to be able to get us and not have to worry about 700 other people who don't understand the game or just casual fans. This is for serious Eagles fans, and uh, we know who you are because you, you've reached out to us over the last couple of years. So uh, we look forward to corresponding with you through Discord. I've used Discord for different ventures I've been involved with, and it's so great because it's basically, to me, it's it's a live, it's like a live message board to me. It just It's kind of mm-hmm. like Twitter, but you don't have all the craziness of it. Well, that's great. Twitter without yeah. the toxicity is a fantastic exactly. idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I I actually like Discord. I've used it the uh, last couple of years. You, you get immediate response. We'll pop in there. Uh-huh. We'll be in there. And the, the cool thing is, instead of having a chat on Twitter where you got so many people, it's just out of your it's out of your mind. It's out of it's you just you you pull your hair out. With Discord, it's it's just people who really get it. And that, that was, that's been my experience with Discord. I, I it's it's got a funny name, but it's really actually very cool. I, I uh, in fact, I know a lot of people in regular jobs who use it to get immediate uh, responses for questions and so forth. So, oh, cool. we're definitely we're definitely looking forward to using it. All right, that should be awesome. Now, I, I look forward to kind of giving out the prizes. We're gonna have trivia challenges and give people a chance to win Eagles merchandise and autograph memorabilia. So there's there's a lot of advantages, and there'll be even more. Once we get to you guys, all the information again, check out the um, the links will be in the description boxes for both the podcast platform, the YouTube platform. And if you follow us on our Twitter accounts, including at Inside Birds, all the information on how to subscribe to our Patreon uh, account will be there very soon. All right. So looking forward to that. And um, let's get on with uh, the, the, the the sort of the news of the day as far as. Uh, the Lions, the Eagles, some of the things going on. Adam, the Lions have a big injury, um, and it's to a familiar name for Eagles fans, Halapulati Vaitai, their great right, right guard who used to be an Eagle, starting left tackle on the Super Bowl team, was placed on IR. Yeah, this is this uh, interesting because he played in their final preseason game. Right. So this would suggest he probably got hurt in practice over the last week. Mm-hmm. So he has to miss at least four games. And, the, you know, the shame of it for the Lions is that last year, despite the talent level, obvious talent level that they had for their starting five, their starting five never played together. Right. So one of them was hurt at, at one particular time. Frank, Frank Ragnell missed most of the season. Yep. Penny Sewell, by the way, did not play against the Eagles. When the Eagles annihilated the Lions, uh, they were without Ragnell and Sewell. Uh, and they, they just, they have some backups, but they're basically undrafted free agents and unproven or mm-hmm. unproven. So <clears throat> that, that, that game last year, which everyone remembers when the Eagles destroyed them, it wasn't just the six sacks, sacks are individual plays. Mm-hmm. When you get up big early, the lions had to do what they didn't want to do. They were, uh, they, under Anthony Lynn, I think Lynn was still calling the plays then. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to another nugget before we get to the rest of the show, which is interesting about the play call of the Lions, which kind of surprised me. But they once they got behind, and Jared Goss not a guy you want to throw in the ball a lot. Right. It was tee off time. There was constant pressure throughout that game, and now we'll see the Lions. You said earlier the Lions are a lot more talented on offense. In fact, the the two kids who started for them, Khalif Raymond, who's still there, 
and the other kid is not on their their 53. So it, it's changed with Josh Reynolds, who was claimed off waivers, DJ Chark, Amonra St. Brown was St. Brown was still not a fact in the, the first half. But the crazy thing about Amon Ross St. Brown is he led the NFL in receiving yards in the second half. It's like of the, the season. It's, it's kind of like as soon as they played the Eagles, after that, he became like a star. It's very weird. That is very weird. Yeah. It was great for fantasy if you had him. So things have really changed for them. Right. This game should be more competitive. But, yeah, that's a that, – so it'll probably be Tommy Kramer. Not that Tommy Kramer, the former <laughs> Vikings quarterback, but – uh, Tommy Kramer spells it differently. Who's uh was an undrafted free agent in uh in twenty one last year out of Notre Dame. Who looks about forty, but he's only like twenty four years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're right, man. That's a, that's a that's a big injury. And the Eagles are currently a, just a three and a half point favorite over under forty eight and a half. Wow, it went down again. It went from four to three and a half. Was it four? Huh? It was. No, no, well, when we did the podcast last, right. I I, meant, I looked it up and said it was four. Wow. That's interesting. I, I'm fascinated by this like surge of momentum for the Detroit Lions, uh, who, you know, it's not like they finished stronger. They were very competitive last year in their losses, except for the one to the Eagles. We we mentioned that a lot that they were not as bad as their record was. They were they gave a lot of teams uh, sort of down to the minute games and then would just blow it. But I, I'm not quite sure what this like surge of momentum is for. It's you know, uh, some of their off-season additions, for example, you know, they moved up in the draft to get Jameson Williams. He's not going to play. Um, no, he's, he's, still, he's, he's not ready yet. Mid-season. Yeah. They think he'll be back by mid-season, come back from his ACL injury. Right. Here Now, see, we'll talk more about this on Friday, but the money lines, they're, I love these numbers, how they come up with it. They're, they're minus 198. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lines, if you want to take one, the money line, they're plus 166. Right. I mean, to me... And I know you have to throw out last last year was last year, this year was this year. But the Eagles roster is is far superior than the Lions. We'll we'll have more information on Friday morning show. We'll, we're gonna get some matchups, some really good matchup notes that we have that we're holding for Friday. Mm-hmm. But my goodness gracious, I, I, I cannot wait to see how the Eagles come out here. Will they spread out the Lions who are not good? The Lions are really bad at corner. That's their that's their weakest position. Yeah. Uh this is a big prove it year yeah. for Jeffrey Okuda. I mean, it is now he's going to be a player. He's going to have to this year. He he struggled before he tore his Achilles. Now he had a good training camp. He showed he's back. Mm -hmm. But man, they're not good. Awarie is a kid, you know, from Penn State who was benched, got his job back. He's there who's who's got good size. But boy, I'm I'm so interested because we we don't know the answer to this. So we think the Eagles will be somewhat heavy 11 personnel now that Ertz is long gone. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen it in the regular season yet. Uh, this year. Now, obviously, Ertz was traded at uh, the trade deadline last year, but they didn't have the personnel that they have now with A.J. Brown in particular. So right. it, it's fascinating. This is a fun matchup. And the other thing before we move on here to the the second thing we're going to talk about, I, I can't believe this is the case, but Dan Campbell, you never know with this guy, he actually did say that he hasn't fully decided who's going to call the plays. Like, you know, he took the play calling over from Anthony Lynn last season. Yeah. Ben Johnson, their O.C., who they, they they love? They think he's really smart. Or Campbell. Now I I can't imagine Cam. I I don't. Maybe he's just trying to be secretive, which is his prerogative. Mm-hmm. Come on, really? Like we knew. Like for instance, uh, with the Giants, Brian Dayball confirmed uh, what I I reported this back in February that Kaepernick was going to call the plays. What he wanted to do is go through 
training camp of the preseason with Mike calling the place to make sure he was good at it, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was, so he, he actually officially named him, uh, the, the, the play caller. Right. But the other one, Ben Johnson, I, I just don't understand, like, what, what is Dan Campbell doing? That's kind of weird. Well, if Dan Campbell decides to call the plays, why do I feel like, you know, eight of the first nine Lions plays are going to be like power runs right up the right. gut? You know, that just sounds like something Campbell would want to do. We got to establish the run, devour yeah, their right, kneecaps, right. hurt them, hit them in the midsection. So I could see that uh, Campbell doing crazy things like that. Um, but yeah, I think the three point line is a little favorable. I, 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 for the Lions, I don't, I don't, and I don't understand. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying I think they're going to. I'm just. I'm saying I think they're being too nice to the Lions. Is what what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I see what you. Oh, being too. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah I, I'm. I I was. You know, I would if I were setting the line. I would probably put it at. Um, I would probably set it at Eagles five and a half, and oh, I, I still six? think I'm being kind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look, you know. You never know about week one. Week one's a very weird. Oh, animal. you know, hey, listen, there's nobody who says that more than me, right? The biggest con yeah. in all of football is week one. Didn't didn't the Saints destroy the Packers last year? Didn't uh, in week one? I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston had like five touchdowns against the Packers in, in week one last year. I'll go back and check, but I'm almost positive um, that there was some week, some crazy score last year. Um, that was, you know, everybody got panicked about, and then it wound up being nothing. I'll have to go back and look. I, 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 I thought it was that. I thought it was the Saints uh, destroying the Packers. But I, I there are some weird, there's some weird stuff, you know, because you you'd talk me off the ledge. Because when I said to you, boy, you really got into me on this one. I said to you, <laughs> oh wow, I said Jeff, should we change our opinion of the Eagles? They blew out the, the Falcons. You go, no, don't do that. I was like, okay, the biggest con I got in the it. game. That? <laughs> it's the biggest con in the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. The Saints beat the Packers on September 12th, 2021, by a score of 38 to 3. Mm. Okay. The Packers went on to get what the number one seed, I think, last year. Weren't they the number one seed? 
one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Blown out. I mean, yeah. I mean they, and the they Saints lost. did not even make the playoffs. So uh, that's why I say. And then two years ago, I think the Jaguars destroyed somebody who was supposed to be really good. Oh, and uh, I remember Rex Ryan going to ESPN saying, oh, it was the Texans. Wasn't it the Texans? Uh, the Texans beat somebody who was supposed to be good? No, it was it was the week one game where the te- where the, it, it was either the Jaguars or the Texans. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In week one of twenty, let me see, because I, I just remember Rex Ryan boasting that people got it wrong with David Culley. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, they, was, they were that terrible. wasn't the one I was thinking of. Hold on, I'll tell you what it was. It was uh, yeah, no, the te- okay, the Texans blew out the Jaguars. They, they that's won, what it was. The Texans won. blew out the Jaguars. Right, yeah. and they did look good. And all of a sudden, people were, well, it was really Rex Ryan. I'm like, Rex, with Tyrod Taylor. I'm like, come on, man. Really? It's Jaguars. <laughs> what, what, what are we, what, are we serious here? Maybe it was the, the Jaguars beating the Colts also, 27-20. Were the Colts supposed to be pretty good two years ago? Who was their quarter? It was, uh, who was their quarter? Uh, it was Phillip Rivers, right? Yep. Yeah, and the Jaguars were not. I think that was the big one. The Jaguars beating the Colts also was like the biggest con. Uh, from week one so like i said in we week, don't change. in 20 in 2020 yeah you're right yeah. yeah yeah oh in fact that's unbelievable they wound up losing oh my gosh they won the first game then lost 15 straight yes yeah the Jeez. jags that's right that's Jeez. right so week well, one biggest con in the game as i like to say wow all right i learned my lesson all right all right let's get to uh some uh, some of the eagles news obviously um <laughs> Yeah, this one seemed weird from the beginning when Anthony Harris agreed to join the Eagles practice squad because I think you and I both thought somebody would show some kind of interest to him as a backup um, safety on their 53. But he came back to the Eagles practice squad. Then all of a sudden he's leaving to, I, I guess, potentially sign with somebody else. He has not, as, as the time of us recording this, I don't believe he signed with anyone, correct? Yeah, so the way it works is you can't block anyone from leaving unless it's Unless it's the practice squad protections, I don't know if they're in this week, mm-hmm. week one, because there there were there's no game. But you could, they always call practice squad players half of a free agent. You can leave, right? And he chose to leave. And Mac McCain is back, so Mac McCain signed on Tuesday. So now they have two corners on their 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 practice squad, and they have just one safety on the practice squad. So, and they do have a couple injuries. We'll get to that in a second. So. Goodrich is a guy that you could have made a case for him to be on the 53. He's on the he's on the practice squad with Mac McCain. And Sasha Ray is the only safety right. on the practice squad. So, you know, you you do, you know, you you look at that and because they're CJ Johnson's over there now with Epps as their starters, Blankenship and, and Kevon Wallace. I mean, they have bodies, but you would love to have more experience in back of the two guys who are starting. That, that to me, is something to keep an eye on. I really don't understand the decision to keep Wallace on the 53 over Sachere because Sachere, I have felt, is a, a very good special teams player, and that's what your fourth or fifth safety is going to have to do. So I'm not sure I really understand that decision unless they plan to elevate Sachere for the first few weeks and use him on special teams. Um, and then make a decision between him or Kevon Wallace after that, or maybe an injury happens. That, that That's the only thinking I can see. But if we're talking about merit and performance, I, I don't understand why Kevon Wallace is on the 53 and Sashray is not from a special team standpoint. 
Yeah. I, also, the the other issue here is we'll we'll have further updates. Uh, you know, it's Wednesday morning; they haven't practiced yet. The, mm-hmm. the, the money practice does not really count to their practice week. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday. The uh, the the week one is typically a very light practice, but later today is there. Also, by the way, the first injury report uh, comes yeah. out later today, so we're always looking forward to that one. You, you know, the, the worst is the surprise guys who show up and they 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 you know they, it comes out of nowhere. Like Alan Lazard showed up on uh on the initial Packers injury report, though they didn't have to inj- have one. He wasn't there on uh, he wasn't working Monday, so these. Uh, reporters like what's this this about and you you hope that that doesn't happen (laughs) there's Mm -hmm. a mystery injury the only ones we were concerned about for the eagles not that they would play much at all is josiah scott with the hamstring strain josh job with an elbow with a he's got the protection for it so we'll see uh, whether it'll be available for special teams and, and be able to play this week but other than that uh we're expecting everyone else to be ready because they sanders is working Mm-hmm. Arn setback, he'll be ready to go. We know that Kelsey's ready to go, and that's pretty much it. Uh, the, we should mention the guys who are, who are not available. The guys on IR are Greg Ward with that toe injury, which took him out of training camp. Uh, Jared Maiden, uh, Brett Toth, and Tyree Jackson are PUP. Now, the one thing I do want to see if Jackson, who uh, is running well, I did notice it that uh, in, in Miami he did run without the brace and he ran with the brace when in right. his rehab. So don't know exactly what their plan is after week four. He's got to miss the first four games, but boy, it would it would be good if he could come back because he was such a great story of development before he got hurt. And he's enormous now in a good way. I mean, oh, yeah. you and I saw him in Miami and we thought, man, he he, he looks like a, a defensive end. I mean, he's <laughs> jacked up. I mean, he's big. He looked bigger. Yeah. yeah. So what a target. If you can throw him ball, you know, 10, 15 yards, watch guys bounce off him like the old Tecmo Bowl game. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, you know, what's funny about that. It's funny. You mentioned uh, this uh, Tyree Jackson, because the issue for him last summer, and we'd mentioned this, he, he looked like it didn't look like a rail wasn't that thin, right. but he needed to bulk up that that that's why I thought even if he didn't get hurt, we knew he was going to be on the 53. I just didn't know how much he could play because if you're not strong enough yep. at this level, like that's the issue that with Grant Calcaterra. Yeah, he's athletic and he could run, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's going to be strong enough. See, that that's another thing. There's some things we just don't know. And with Calcaterra, he certainly could help him as a pass catcher, but you can't just be out there. I think you'd said this last week, and you're right. You just When he's in the game, you just assume he's going to be out there to catch the football. Right. That's a tell to me. So you, you got to be able to block. By the way, big big thanks to Greg Grant Calcaterra for changing his uniform number. I think he's eighty one now, Jason Avant's old number, because the whole forty seven yeah. thing was not working for a tight end. I was not enjoying that. Long snapper, linebacker. Yeah, yeah seriously, you can't, you can't be a tight end yeah. wearing that number. All right, um, if you want the very best in CBD, check out our friends FreestoneFarmsCBD.com. If you use the promo code ITB at checkout you'll get 20% off. Folks, you can't beat the 20% off CBD at freestonefarmcbd.com just by using the promo code ITB. Uh, as Wait, Adam, real quick. I, I just had this thought into my head. Uh, the, the corners, Tay Gowan and Carrie uh, Vincent, did they 
ever latch on anywhere? Yeah, Gowan did. Yeah, Gowan. I Gowan's found a team. Oh, he okay, found a so, practice squad, right? Yes, he. Yeah, and Jason Huntley, who the Eagles didn't have interest in bringing back. I know some people were surprised. I think what happened here is we could, we didn't really address this last week, but it's certainly a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. If you noticed that the OD on size, so Trey <laughs> Sermon size back, yes, and rough waivers. Kenny Brooks, size back, though he's no juice at all, but he's on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. He's a grinder. Mm-hmm. And LaMichael Pirine, size back. The, no change-ups. I'm, I, this, is a, this, to me, is a change in, in philosophy. We'd, we'd called for it for a while. I don't know why they didn't do this. It's a little strong, but with all the, the guys with size. but It's like they're yeah, making up for a lost time. <laughs> it's like, what's yeah, right. They're, they're, they're putting it all fun. together with these three guys. <laughs> that is yeah. funny. Uh Look, game also change up. Scott in a way is, but yeah, it is definitely a change here. I, I kind of surprised, but uh, long overdue, and we'll see how Sermon does. I, uh, you know, we outlined from our sources kind of what happened with the Niners, and mm-hmm. uh, he it never worked there. He didn't. He never looked good there. So he's, you know, you met, you outlined that game. He had over three hundred yards in the uh, was was the ball game. It was the, the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Danny had a good Super Bowl week. Yeah, what's that? They just—it's amazing. They just kept giving him the ball and giving him mm-hmm. the ball in the second half. It was crazy. Did he average over ten yards a carry on like nineteen carries? Yeah, he had three hundred and thirty-eight yards on twenty-nine carries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, only the Big Ten, by the way, still does that. <laughs> right, I know. Where's Ron Dane when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> only the Big Ten. Everybody else is throwing the ball around. Yeah, but it, the Big Ten is, stays true, man. <laughs> I can't even keep up. How many teams are in that conference now? Um, all right, well, USC and um, and uh, who's going? USC and I hate that. And Cal really is it? That. Is it Cal I or UCLA? No, no, UCLA, right? I, I haven't even looked. Yeah, well, those two are going over. At some point, ridiculous. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. There's already thirteen or four, fourteen now. Then there'll be sixteen, and and they're not going to change the name. They're not going to change it. I love no. it. Could be the they got twenty teams. It's still the Big Ten. Right, right, and they're all still going to run the ball. Actually, that's what the, the crazy thing. When USC gets in there, it's like uh, all it's it's going to be such culture shock. Like a team that throws the ball like eighty percent of the time. What are we doing here? So it'll be very interesting. Mm. All right, let's get into your training camp tour. Um, I want to. We'll start with the NFC, and I want to start with the division teams first. And I want people to know that when you go, it's not just that you go and watch the practices. You obviously get some good interviews in, yeah. and you, you work your sources there. So yep. you learn a lot about the team, not just through your own eyes, but through the people that you know there. So, and then I'll, I'll ask you to sort of compare that to what you saw with the Eagles uh, several times. So let's start with the Giants because sure. I feel like, you know, they're really trying to get their act together. They obviously drafted Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau, so two really big guys on the uh, on the lines for them. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about that, Adam? A lot of negativity just in terms of injuries. They've got a lot of them. Uh, it's just – it's a new beginning. Now they have a Brian Dables put together a phenomenal coaching staff. I think that's what's going to help them. Yeah, we know we get, we know we get a lot of Giant fans watching our show, and we appreciate that. In fact, I think their over under went up a little bit. It's actually seven and a half now. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. The Fanduel they're plus one plus one twenty five on the over. The unders minus one forty five. I funny if they were seven, I would have taken over. 
uh, or six and a half, but uh, seven and a half is getting a little pricey. Yeah, so I, I would I would just say from talking to them, they like their receiver core, but the problem is Galladay and and getting him through. He was very sore in training camp. Uh, he was beat up physically last season. He had hip he had hip surgery during his last season with the Lions. He's a see it and go get it player. He's on an enormous contract. That was as Giant fans say the. It's actually funny. I saw this on Twitter, so I'm going to repeat it. I thought it was, I just thought it was hilarious. That was Dave Gettleman's last, uh, last gift to the, to the Giants is Galladay's contract. More like his last gift to the rest of the NFC East. Yeah. He, they, they, the Giant fans and Gettleman, we, you know, I know they, they had, didn't have a love affair with him, but, and then Kadarius Tony's just hurt a lot. He, he's super immensely talented. He can't stay on the field. Sterling Shepard from comeback from twenty Achilles. Mm-hmm. Good for David Sills to make it to finally make it in the NFL to make a roster. He's been trying from a former quarterback. Was at uh, West Virginia. Uh, became a receiver. But former the big story, Del- Delaware high school standout. Oh, that's right. Tell me, committed to USC story? when he was a like a, a sophomore in high school, back when. Um, was Pete Carroll there at the time? I think no. I don't oh know. no, was it? Um, no, who was the who succeeded Pete Carroll at USC? No, wasn't it? Um, oh, I could see the guy's dad in my uh, the but, former Bucks D coordinator, legendary. You talk Lane Kiffin. Kiffin's, Lane it might have been. It, oh, Kiffin. Yeah, it might have been when Kiff, Lane Kiffin was there. Monty Kiffin's right. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. He was a former. Wait, Delaware. what grade yeah, was, was it? A quarterback. Was it tenth grade? Did you say what grade? Was yeah. It? Yeah, it was crazy. He committed to USC so early. It was unbelievable as a quarterback. Like, he could have changed his commitment five times because he still was so young into his career. It might have even been freshman season in high school. Mm. It was something so, so wow. crazy. And it was big news at the time. But yeah, he, um, he obviously is not a quarterback. He never, I don't think he went to USC, right? He went somewhere else. West Virginia. Yeah. West no, Virginia, he went to West yeah, Virginia. Everything sort of changed, which is why it seemed like silly at the time. But, and and what happened there with him is what happens to what happened under Dana Holgerson, and over the years at West Virginia, these guys don't know the route tree. Mm-hmm. That's why Kevin White and other former West Virginia receivers, Tavon Austin, yep. so many of these receivers go there. It, it wasn't just Holgerson; it was other coaches there. They they just were not developed with the NFL route tree. Uh, talking to coaches at this level who evaluated West Virginia receivers, so many of them just never made it. And this kid. Worked his butt off. He was with Buffalo, their practice squad, the Giants, and on and off, on and off for the last four years. And good for him to make it. Who knows if he'll stay because the Giants now have four receivers on the roster. All right. The the big story for them is Wondell Robinson, who was the second rounder out of Kentucky, who's smaller. He's only five eight, and he's out of he's out of Kentucky. He he's really explosive. He's the kind of guy, and if, for those of you who play fantasy, you definitely want to take before the end of your draft because with Galladay and Tony and Shepard's injury history, he's probably going to play more than he normally would as a backup receiver. Mm-hmm. And they still have Darius Slayton, who's, who's a deep threat. So the, the big issue for them is on offense. It's still the interior of their line. They're going to have three. They have three, actually four new starters in the entire offensive line. Only Andrew Thomas is back. He had ankle surgery earlier this year, but he he's really good. You mentioned Evan Neal, who's the right tackle. Mark Lewinsky comes over from Indy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they had replaced him in the starting lineup last year. He's a grinder. He's he'll get him through the season. John yeah. Feliciano's back. Yeah, sounds like it's a good uh, run blocking line. I, I don't know how good yeah. the pass pro they're going to be, but 
Zedu uh, is their third rounder, who I know uh, Greg Cosell likes yeah. out of North Carolina. Yep, who's a guard uh, who will play left guard for them. Who could play also right tackle. Mm-hmm. So they've got look, they've got a lot four changes, man, and they they have a very good coach. Bobby Johnson was with uh, Brian Dayball. Uh, he turned their line around. He's the guy who developed uh, Evan, ne- not Ryan Neal, the kid from Penn State. Your school, right? Ryan Neal uh, out of the blue. The Eagles didn't want at all. They they he just didn't do anything here and. It's amazing how he became a player there. In fact, he he had three teams on him in free agency. Remember, he signed that offer sheet. Uh, I don't remember blues, Ryan, so. his name was Ryan Neal. I, I thought it was Bates that he. Uh, I mean Bates Ryan Bates. I call him. Ryan Bates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ryan okay. Bates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, no, it's funny that this is yeah, Ryan Neal. Who was Ryan Neal? Oh, Ryan Neal was a, oh. another former Eagle. Mm-hmm. Who is he still with Seattle? I think he is. He was like a safety corner. I remember uh, that name now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's still with. Yep, he is. He's still with uh, the Seahawks. So, yeah. So Ryan Bates. Yeah, Ryan Bates was that guy. So, yeah. Right now, the so when the Eagles play them, their D line versus the giant offensive line, that is a tremendous advantage. And you know, Barkley. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Had a good good summer, good offseason. He's healthy. He's not rehabbing anything. Uh, Chris Myrick from Cheltenham High, my alma mater, is, yeah. is still there as a blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. Who had that crazy touchdown and caught with the feet? <laughs> Get it out. That one, the game-winning touchdown against the Eagles. Yes, crazy. Yeah, we actually were. And, joking, we we saw him at the Maxwell Awards dinner, and we were giving him a little crap. Oh, for yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. A good dude. Yeah. Now, dude. now, if you look at their defense, uh, Wink Martindale comes in. They're still running a thirty-four, but they they should have the the highest blitz percentage because that's what he did in Baltimore. They had the, the highest blitz percentage. Right. So you know what's coming. Uh, now they're, they're not great at corner. That's another team where they're, it's a Dory Jackson who sort of revived his career last year. Come the Titans didn't want him. And Aaron Robinson now is a full-time starter. Darnie Holmes is their nickel. Mm-hmm. And uh, Xavier McKinney was tremendous. We can't talk about him enough. A third year safety and, and, and Julian Love is okay out of Notre Dame. Thibodeau, we'll see how he does. He's coming off of uh, an injury. Ojolari's back. I like their front. They'll be coached well. That will not be an easy defense to go against because coaches will uh, have told me over the years with, with, Wink, with Wink Martindale, you don't quite know because he blitzes so much how he, he sees he's all about defeating your protection. So they have to, as you go through the game, you see what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Where we think your weakness is in the offensive line, that's where he overloads. So this this will, the Giants will probably be, well, I know a lot of people think they'll have four or five ones. Vegas thinks they'll have seven and a half. I think they're going to be at times very competitive because with Dayball and Kafka running that offense, 
with Daniel Jones. I know he's been a disappointment. I get it. But don't forget, he's been through four. He's had a different scheme pretty much every year. Yeah. Hopefully now he's got it settled a little bit. Did you what what did you notice about him when you watched their practice? What did he look like he had good rhythm with some of his receivers? Yeah, I, I would say that you know he's a good downfield thrower. That's the it's just the time sometimes could be off, but he actually has a really good arm and we know he's athletic, he could run. Yeah. Uh the the problem is Tony was was limited when I was there. Shepard was not working. All right. But, but the two guys who put on a show that day, Wandell Robinson and their kick returner, Richie James, or punt returner, whatever he's going to be for, oh. who had that crazy game yeah. two years ago. Remember it chose yards? The, Yeah, he chose the Giants over the Eagles because he wanted oh, more yeah, opportunity. That's right. yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we'd put that out there. Yeah, so Richie James had 180-plus yards, I think, against uh, Green Bay on the Thursday night game when Ayuk was inactive because uh, mm-hmm. he was put on the COVID list. And he had a boy, he was catching left and right. And yeah, he's on there. They actually technically have seven receivers, though. James probably won't play at all in receiver. Right. So they're a team that's in transition, new front office, new coaching staff. But I believe, I do believe they're going to be fun. So if you're a Giants fan watching, I think you'll, it'll be somewhat painful because they're, they're brand new here with everything. Yeah. But I think they'll be better coached. All right. Interesting stuff. Um, let's go to Washington, where, where expectations are better for the bigger for them this year uh after last year uh we know chase young is not going to be on the he's on pup starting off the season yep. but they still have a bunch of first round picks in that front seven carson wentz obviously what what did you learn though while you were there watching them about their expectations it, you know it's funny i was talking to someone in their front office who said you know the good thing is now this is past well past the jack del rio twitter issue <laughs> Uh, so he got off Twitter. This is with the ownership stuff temporarily, at least temporarily behind them. There was really no controversy. The controversy, if you want to call it that, was Wentz's inaccuracy in training camp sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so this person said, look, the, the, he, he claims that the media didn't quite get Carson Wentz right when they watched practice. But I could tell you from the practice I was at, was at their stadium. It was a typical, it was a Wentzian practice. First half horrendous with the accuracy. Mm-hmm. He's got that overstride where the if you ever watch coaching tape, it's hard to see it on TV, but you can see it on the coaching tape. The, you, you saw this, and and when he really regressed starting in nineteen and twenty was a disaster. His feet were so far spread apart; it was like three feet, mm. and that's called an overstride, and it causes everything to sail on him. Yep, I'm telling you, the, the he Terry McLaurin could be wide open, right? 10 feet in front of him, sails way out of bounds. And you're like, how could you miss this road? Because watch the feet. It causes him, him to move and rotate his hips and the ball sails. Mm-hmm. Then the second half of this practice, he was phenomenal. He hit a bomb, almost like a blind bomb to, of all people, uh, what's Sony Michelle's? Mark and Michelle. Mark and Michelle. Oh, Mark and Michelle. <laughs> it was a bomb, a beautiful pass, and he got his whole body into it. Uh-huh. And it was just a great route by Michelle and a great catch. And he made d- through dimes after dimes. I'm like, this is the problem with ones. You just don't know what you're getting because of the footwork. So that that's something that that has to be better. Uh, Taylor Heineke, who's a pretty good backup, your guy. 
uh, and Sam Howell. Yeah, no, there's a couple of people said on Twitter you were that was your you were bummed when they traded for once. I'm like, I don't. Was, were you high on Heineke? I don't. I, I, don't I, I, I did I pick? I think I picked Washington to win the division last year, but that's because. Oh yeah, you did right because right, of their right. defense, well, not their offense. Yeah, <laughs> and their defense took a powder for a half, but. No, what what it is is, and this is where it's going to be fascinating when they face the Eagles, because if everybody's healthy, Jahan Dotson had a great training camp. Now, that's a, my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. He's their move receiver. He's their, their Z. McLaurin, believe it or not, is an X. He, as I understand, he doesn't really like being moved around much. He likes staying on one side. Hmm. Curtis Samuel, he had a great practice when I was there. If he's healthy, you know, he missed almost all of last season due to groin surgery and, a, mm-hmm. and an injury in the offseason. He's their main slot. So you've got three guys who could run. Deami Brown, who's really talented as a backup receiver. Yep. And Cam Sims is their jumbo receiver, so that they got a good five, a good five uh receivers there. And Logan Thomas did not start the season on PUP. He came off. He he he's gonna play. Cole Turner's for slot tight end, who we who uh we were able to see at the senior bowl, who's really athletic. Mm-hmm. John Bates is back there again, who's a more of an all-round tight end. So if they can block, now this is the problem. Andrew Norwell, who signed the biggest uh, contract in NFL history years ago for a guard, he's he's there. He was with uh, Ron Rivera in in Carolina. Of course, mm-hmm. Trey Turner, who was once maybe the best one of the best guards of football, he's really not very good. He, he he keeps getting cut or not resigned in this case with Pittsburgh. So this is where the Eagles D line. Patrice Roulet is back from his injury at center. He's good. And Cosme's decent, and Charles Leno revived his career at left tackle, but. This is a below-average offensive line. This is where the Eagles can feast when they play Wentz and put pressure on, oh, by the way, Brian Robinson, unfortunately, hopefully, he's going to be okay from the gunshot wounds. Uh, Antonio Gibson, who basically got benched because he's not instinctive at running back. That's his problem. Mm. So when you look at it all, they still have questions, the offensive line, running back, and obviously Wentz's inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's going to be a really good year for Dotson. I would, I made sure to get him with my last pick in fantasy because I was hearing that his chemistry with Carson was probably the best among all the receivers in, in camp. So we will see. And plus, you know, he has that, like you said, with that move, the way Carson was able to connect with um, Nelson Aguilar in 17 yeah. and even in 18. I mean, he targeted him a lot, didn't catch everything, but I could see Jahan being a target monster in that offense. He, right. He's yeah, he's going around 10 through 12 for, for those of you who still have drafts like me. Did you have your draft? I did have my draft. Yeah. 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 I got How'd him. I got him later than that. Um, okay. Jahan Dotson. Interestingly. Is it a 12 teamer? It was a uh, 12 teamer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry. So this, one, be... this last one was a ten team. I'm sorry, ten team, but it was eighteen oh. rounds. I, it was. It's, I was picking players at the end there. I'm like, geez, you know, <laughs> I, I have three quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm in these. We have three. You can if you, you only have ten teams. So, same thing happened to me in these NFFC leagues, these high stakes leagues. So, mm-hmm. they're twenty rounds and they're twelve teams. What, you're running out of t- players to take, so you're definitely going to take two defenses. Yep. I took three quarterbacks because. There's like nobody left. Like, okay, I'll I'll add Watson to my roster. Hopefully, I'll never have to use them after week eleven. But yep, that's what happens. And and I hate taking two kickers, but it's like you, you you're struggling for like, okay, what do I do here? You know? Right. I I had um, who who was my quarterback? Uh, I can't remember. This is my PPR league, and um, I I took 
Lamar Jackson late, not early, not like in the first three or four rounds. He fell. So I was like, all right, I'll gamble on what Lamar Jackson. What round Um, I think it was fifth. Fifth really? round. And, yeah. Okay. And uh, listen, I get I it. Sure. He didn't, but he regressed a little. He gets got yeah. hurt. So I wanted to make sure I had a good backup. But the, and, and I, I totally agree with your, your, your amigo, John Hansen. I find myself being an ageist now more than ever. Like if you're even a little bit old, I don't want anything to do with you. So I've got younger and younger. So I got Trevor Lawrence as my backup on upside, you know, but we're, like I said, we're getting around 14. I'm like, Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is still on the, I'm going to, I got two question marks of quarterbacks theoretically. So why don't I just go with Aaron Rodgers here? Because I've still got three more rounds left. So I, got, I mean, I, I got, him as my I got an TV. offer <laughs> in, in my uh, dynasty league with John Hansen. He, uh, one of the guys made me, I, I don't need him. I have Dak and Cousins as my uh-huh. backup. I don't need him. Someone offered me Rodgers and the kid that uh, the first round receiver for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Traylon Burks? Right. For my first round pick next year. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. What, I don't, what? what do I need Rodgers for? I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, it's ridiculous. So th- these trade offers, man, sometimes. Because people get on me for making bad, bad trade offers. Right. I'll at least look at your roster, what you need. I don't need, like, look at my roster, man. What are you doing? <laughs> That's strange. Making yeah. moves for next oh, wait, year so already. I, well, no, because in a dynasty league, you, you could trade. Uh, yeah, I get that. I get it's that. actually cool. Yeah. yeah. But right. Washington's over-under is 8.5 plus 145. The under is minus 8.5, 170. See, I think they're between 8 and 9. That, that's. Do you think defense, they have a better roster than, than the Giants? They Well, they do because the defensive talent is really good. Yeah, it is. Even without Chase Young, but they still have Montez Sweat, Deron Payne on the final of their, their, their deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Jonathan Allen, who's terrific. Jamin Davis is the, the key for him is to improve. He was very raw last season and not ready. They right. put him in there. Right. Cam Curl, Cosell's favorite guy. Corner, they're very good. Yeah, they can match up. They're, they're, they're going to be – they're a team that's going to steal some games where you go, wow, I didn't see that happening, and they're going to have some wins or mm-hmm. some losses where you go, wow, they they underachieved. Because yep. it's going to be somewhere on you know, that 500 level. All right, cool. Let's, let's go on. I know you uh, had a little venture down south. You got to check out – both the Panthers and the although when you saw the Panthers, I think you were in Foxborough at the right. time. But yes, either either way, so, you've seen the Panthers and the Bucks. Yeah. So let's go with the Panthers. Yeah, and by the way, this is going to be. We'll see if I'm right. This is uh, for over unders. Uh huh. This one I love. Hmm. Let me see how, how you love the still. over. I assume or yes, I do. Actually, hang on. Why does it say? I don't want to exact wins. Hang on. I thought Where's this the... was like eight and a half, maybe. Maybe it was. No, it was much. It was that. actually six and a half. Oh, okay. Wow. Why am I seeing exact? Okay, I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, Carolina. Uh, we'll and we'll talk about New England with them. Mm-hmm. So start with Carolina, and again, I think they have a real shot in the NFC to be a wild card. I I don't see them winning the, the uh, NFC South, but they're really deep at receiver. DJ Moore's a breakout candidate. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt. Robbie Anderson, who completely fell off uh, last season. Wasn't due to health. He just it was it was Sam Darnold's inaccuracy, which you saw when they played the Eagles. He was so off his game, right? It's stuck in the mud, and that's why he's no longer the quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was really good against New England. Those two practices that I saw. Mm-hmm. Harris Marshall out of LSU is their th- their three. Chenault. Well, actually, when I say he's their three, he is. But they'll have Chenault. They call him a power slot. He's very unique. Uh, he's not easy to, to to call plays for because he only could play inside. Despite his, you know, he's jacked up. 
Yeah. And Shai Smith had a very good training camp. who was a six-rounder last year. So they're – and Hollywood Higgins is there. Rashard Higgins is there, who was close with Mayfield. So, yeah, they're – and Andre Roberts is their special teams returner. So they're, they're good there. They have four starting – a new, new four new offensive linemen. And, it, you know, it's not easy, always easy to get that done. But they feel re- – talking to them, they feel really good about the changes. Iguano, their first-round pick. Uh, Brady Christensen, who's a jack of all trades, played four positions last year for them. Mm-hmm. So they they love him. They think they stole him from BYU last year. Austin Corbett, who won a Super Bowl last year with the Rams, and Taylor Moten's back at right tackle. And uh, Pat Elfline will probably be the center. Bozeman, I'm told, with the ankle will be ready, but um, Elfline's a little bit ahead of him. Mm. So that's a lot of changes. And obviously, the big one is McCaffrey being healthy. Yeah, uh, just besieged with hamstring problems the last two years, particularly the last season. Their season went down the tubes last year. They, they called it the House of Horrors game. And at Houston, they won on like a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Caffrey tore his hamstring. J.C. Horn broke his foot. And someone else got hurt that game. And they, they were like 3-1 and one or 3-2 and two at that time. It, they were never the same after that game. Never there's, the there's something wrong with that field, isn't there? I feel like everybody always gets hurt at Houston. DeMarco, De, D'Amico Ryans would get hurt there uh, twice. Oh, did he tear his Achilles there? I think tw- twice that he got hurt there in Houston. Well, once one when he played there, and then one when he played for the Eagles against them, I believe. Mm. Um, Nick Foles got hurt there. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the game when the Eagles started okay. off six and one or six and two, and then he took a shot and was out, and then that's what led to Mark Sanchez, I think, having to, to come in and play. Uh, that I year, I have to oh, back, oh, but... wait, was that when he got his concussion in Fort? No, I thought it was like. Broke his ribs or something like that. I'd okay. have to go back and okay. look. But All yeah, right. I feel like people get hurt, especially lower leg injuries, in Houston a ton, a ton. Hmm. Um, Arian Foster used to play there, right? He would get oh, hurt he was all great. the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he, and then uh, remember Dominic Davis? Yep, he was great for fantasy. Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, he, he's a guy that I think when you when you look at that. Houston and in, in that field, yeah. yeah, he had he had knee problems. Wes Walker tore his ACL there, if you remember. There you go. No, nine. That's right. That's yeah, right. Belichick. I mean, there must be something with that field, man. That's not good. I don't know. It's weird. Well, they've, obviously they've changed the turf since then, but yeah, that is yeah. kind of weird. So Carolina is kind of reshaping their offense, and and I love Foreman, the, the running back, formerly the Titans, who revived his career, right, as a power back, and you know they. So Matt rules another run game truth, or he's been on the record. They want to run the football, which I get it. Mayfield, you don't want him throwing a lot anyway. Yeah. But Mayfield, they say, really picked up the West Coast offense from Ben McAdoo. And he's the the thing that they love about McAdoo is that he's great at creating matchups where Joe Brady, who wound up getting fired in season last year, just could not do that. He couldn't free up Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. And that's why he lost his job. He's now the quarterback's coach for the Bills. So their offense is, is going to be different. New quarterback, a brand, relatively a new offensive line. Now, defensively, they're really good under Phil Snow, who's been with Rule everywhere. Yeah, they got a lot of good players on defense. They do. Ionitis is new there. Uh, Gross Matos is uh, going to have to play a little bit more. They're, the sure. only thing they don't have, opposite of Brian Burns, is a great pass rusher. But uh, Derek Brown, who's a first-rounder in 2020. Right. Uh, they, they, they told me, this is interesting. C.J. Henderson, who, who who was a first-round miss by the, the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Henderson, for whatever reason, it just didn't work for him. Uh, he was not very happy in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He knows 
there, there's some coach he knows on the, on the Panther staff. So he had a phenomenal, maybe one of the best training camps and off seasons of any of their players on either side of the football. They think he is like all the way back because he was a height, weight, speed guy and never really lived up to the, to, to that. He was more of a, uh, a numbers guy than a tape guy right. in terms of performance. He was tremendous. So with Dante Jackson, who's really good, who got his contract extended, yep. J.C. Horn, who's all the way back from his broken foot, right. Henderson, Jeremy Chin, who's a stud. Great safety, yeah. And, and they're not going to play him much at linebacker. He was playing some linebacker last year. They're going to move him back. Right. Avery Woods has been a star in this league with Minnesota and Dallas. And Miles Hartfield as their nickel. This is a really good secondary. This defense, Shaq Thompson's uh, uh, back. He's healthy. Corey Littleton's a good football player, inside linebacker. They're, they're more of a 34 front. Yeah. This is, this. You, you hear me talking about this. Why can't this be a team that pushes for a wild card? I, I don't see why they can't, especially in the NFC. I think you're right. I mean, maybe depth might be an issue, but other than that, I mean, they've got great talent. We just mentioned really good talent on defense in the secondary, wide receiver, good talent with uh, DJ Moore and Marshall and, and Anderson. That's pretty good. They added Chenault. No, I mean, the, the only thing with them has been their offensive line. Of course, they drafted Iki Aquanu. He's their left tackle now, and then they, they signed Bozeman from Baltimore. He's a pretty good center. So they're they're definitely as long as McCaffrey stays healthy and um, to be honest with you, Hubbard did a nice job last year. Like I think when when Mayfield's your quarterback, you don't have to be as like like the with if Christian McCaffrey goes down, you're not completely screwed. I'm not not that I'm saying Mayfield is great or so much better than Darnold, but I think Darnold clearly suffered um, without McCaffrey. I don't know if Mayfield Mayfield can move around a little bit more. So I think he could avoid the pass rush a little more if need be. Yeah, he um, Baker's another guy you don't. I, I like the way what I like what Stefanski did with him. He didn't ask him to throw a ball a ton. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think you got to know who everybody is. We, we talked about this with Hurts last year. This is where Sirianni made a very bad mistake by coming out and just just throwing like crazy because he thought. He just thought he could run everything he could run. run. You, you, you know, he was a rookie head coach. I get it. He had to learn. Right. But the fact of the matter is you kind of – you have to know who you have. Yeah, by the way, I love this over. The Panthers are over 6.5 minus 110 and under minus 110. Oh, wow. Uh, at 6.5. So I would take the over on the Panthers there. Yeah. I love that one. That's probably my favorite one. And, and I mean, sometimes – look, I, you're not always going to be right when you spend time with the team. But I, mm-hmm. I really thought that – uh, they they have an impressive roster comparatively because someone asked, this is a great question someone asked me about when all the teams you visited fifteen of them you know what were the rosters like and it's funny first time in doing this for fifteen sixteen years that where most of the teams have good rosters where sometimes you go like well of course I visit the Raiders for years and they were terrible <laughs> but uh, I didn't visit them this year unfortunately but I, I do believe the Panthers are going to make some noise in the NFC all right good stuff good stuff let's add uh, speaking of a team that should make noise, except they're making noise for the wrong reasons lately, is the Buccaneers. I mean, obviously, they started off camp pretty miserably. They had all the in- injuries on the interior offensive line. Uh, and then Tom Brady left in the middle of camp to go do whatever he had to do. Um, obviously, they had a coaching change sort of abruptly there in the offseason from Bruce Arians to Todd Bowles. That was weird. Uh, do you f- do you feel like there's just been a, it's been a bad offseason? Like, are you real worried about their – their reign here or do you think that at the end of the day they're still very talented and will be at the top there well okay so I'll, 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 let me dissect everything you said so i happened to be there the day that brady left camp it just oh. it was with the dolphins for joint uh-huh. practices mm-hmm. three weeks ago 
and it was really odd because he practiced the first day. Uh, and then the next day, you know, he left and everyone's like, well, this is Brady. This is Brady's like the last guy who would do this. Oh, he must be having problems. You know, he had the stuff off the field with, was he going to be traded to the Dolphins, be a part owner? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> other, other teams or whatever the case may be. And that, that was really weird. So no one, we've seen every kind of story reported. And then there's this other story now that he and Giselle had a pro, had a fight when yeah. they were away, whatever the who the hell knows what's the truth. But all the turmoil, yeah, Bruce Arians retirement and Brady coming back out of retirement after six weeks was bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. That was really weird, but here's the deal. I never will doubt Brady. I just won't. If anyone mentally could handle all the turmoil and all this, this stuff going on in right. his life, it would be he. Mm-hmm. And and they're running the same offense under Byron Leftwich, who's going to be head coach someday. Yep. Fournette's back. They love Rashad White, uh, who he's not as technically as backup now, but he want he'll wind up being that at some point this season. Mm-hmm. Now you nailed it. The big issue is the interior of their offensive line. Yeah, the so they're going to have a brand new center, Robert Hainsey, mm. who talking to them they think is tough and smart. But you know what? He's a third rounder. He's not very athletic. You do worry about more athletic uh, interiors or deep lines going against him. Luke Kadecki is the second rounder who would be their left guard. They traded for Sha- uh, Shaq Mason from the mm-hmm. Patriots, but they have literally no depth at all right now of, of any consequence. Right. You're right. Th- this this would worry me. And and Tom Brady's a guy who cannot – he not that quarterbacks don't struggle with this, but when the D-line's at your feet, he can't move. Right. He doesn't have that – he doesn't have a rocket arm that could handle if you're close to him where he can step into the football, he could still throw it. Mm-hmm. Worry about that. Uh, Chris Godwin's good, probably going to play this week, come back from the ACL. Good for him. What yeah, a great story. So, that's been yep. his comeback. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, now how many snaps he can handle? Cause over the years, talking to players who have an ACLs, you worry about the, 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 the when, when you come back, your leg gets tired from the rehab. So you have you, you just who knows how much he'll play. The kid, watch this one, Jalen Darden. If you're a Bucks fan watching, number one, mm. super explosive. The two days he made play after play downfield. He's a small guy, five seven. And the other story for them is the rebirth potentially of Julio Jones, who <laughs> acted like he didn't want to play with the Titan with the Titans. Boy, he was really good in training camp. So mm. we'll see. Wow, that could be a big big addition for them. Oh, yeah, exactly. If he can play. Yeah, and then is Cameron Cameron Brate? Is he going to have a breakout yeah. year because Brady loves his tight ends, and there's no Gronk as we speak right yeah. now. Could be. Well, Kyle Rudolph will be their wide tight end. He's a pass catcher only. The two they got the two drafted tight ends. So uh-huh. look, it's a spread offense. That's all they, they don't they don't run it much. They run it when they get up big, and it makes it look more balanced. But they're really not. They're right. they're they come out throwing. Right. And Fournette, for all the negativity around him, he gets the job done. He puts numbers up. So. And they feel potentially their defense could be better than their Super Bowl defense. They are wow. they are loaded. They are. I don't see a weakness in Akeem Hicks, who is <sighs> what a great addition if he's if he's healthy. He's such a exactly. good player. He's healthy now, as you said. If he could stay healthy with Will Golson's good run stopper, Vita mm-hmm. Bay is terrific. Yep, Joe Tryon Shoyanka, Shoyanka. Yeah, I'll tell you. So Quit while you're behind. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, interesting. He added the because of his father, he added the 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 dash. Right. 
Um, Devin White, Levante David, Sha- Shaq Barrett, who's a stud. Yeah. Uh, their secondary is one of the best in the National Football League. The problem last year is they were hurt. They had three starters out for a significant time. Yep. Uh, they, brought, they brought Logan Ryan back. He redid his deal. Keanu Neal's back at safety. He's not playing linebacker anymore. Man, I would not want to go up against this secondary and this defense. This no. for fantasy, by the way, I love him for fantasy. This defense, definitely, definitely. I'm a big Antoine Winfield fan. I was, I thought, you know, the Eagles should have maybe. Uh, I forget who they took. Oh, you loved him, yeah. To, I had that yeah. year in the I'm second so round, but I, you know, I thought he should have been considered there, but yeah, was not. Great. All right, uh, that's good. So, all right, Tampa Bay, we'll see. I mean, the, right now they just have to battle their own turmoil because talent-wise they should be pretty good. Uh, you went out to the West Coast. You checked out the 49ers. You checked out the Rams. Let's start with the 49ers. You think they take a major – based on what you saw and heard from them, are you thinking they're going to take a step back, or are they, from a roster standpoint, even better than they've been? Well, no. They Here's the interesting thing, and, and this will play to Jimmy G in a second. Mm-hmm. They really feel that, like, remember, they made the championship game and they were a drop pass by, a dropped interception from uh, Joukowsky Tart from being in the Super Bowl. Literally, that was it. They would ice the clock and had he not dropped it. Their roster is even better than last year, but mm. the, the elephant in the room is the quarterback. And day I was there, apparently, is a typical of Trey Lance, so up and down with his accuracy. Uh, he has a high carriage point mm-hmm. and the ball comes out high with a lot of juice. He's Got enormous arm strength. He's uh, the problem is he's only played started three games in two years. One twenty twenty one game because of COVID for uh, North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Two last year. Now he revealed after the, uh, in the spring that he had a, a bad finger. Mm-hmm. So that might have had something to do with when he didn't look right uh, throwing the ball uh, in, in in those games last year. But I find it fascinating that they felt compelled to bring Garoppolo back because that was not their thinking to start training camp. But Nate Sudfeld did not do well. Uh, Nate Sudfeld now is the back of Detroit, and they owed Nate Sudfeld $2 million fully guaranteed at signing. So they walked away from him, and they found a way. And when I was there, it was so bizarre. I've never seen this before. So they were practicing. Let's say you and I are right here, right? Ten feet to my right. Jimmy Garoppolo throwing on the side and not allowed to practice because he couldn't. He, they wouldn't allow him to because if he got hurt, there goes any chance to trade him, which was never any – was not realistic because uh, – <laughs> It, because it was contract, so he comes back making six and a half million, mm-hmm. and it tells you. Let, let's be honest with it, about it. They have some questions with Trey Lance because you now have this. Think about this now. If Trey Lance is struggling, is Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan going to pull the plug? We're going to uh, learn a lot. That's a good point. Good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, he certainly has someone he can go to now. You know. Yeah. And, there, and so. Guys. He's well above 500. Coaches love him. Yeah. He likes him. He does all the right things. I think he's going to get I mean, they'd have to be pretty, pretty bad, I would think, to go, you know, just sort of like the same thing we see with the Eagles. I mean, even if the Eagles get off to a rocky start, they're not pulling Jalen Hurts to put Minshew in at three and four or something like that. You know, they would, yeah. So, I don't know. I I still think Trey Lance is going to put up some pretty big numbers. So, we'll see, though, what kind of quarterback. He's going to be uh, like him in two, like him in a two quarterback league for for, for fantasy because his upside's big. Now they've got yes. three changes on the interior of their offensive line. The two tackles are back, but that does concern me. Mm-hmm. So that's something, man. Again, these te- these teams. Now Brandon Ayuk was phenomenal when I was there, and from everything I've been told, he 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 got caught. He 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 and Sermon had terrible training camps last year. Mm-hmm. Ayuk had no urgency going for the motions. They 
they couldn't bench him, but Kyle, Kyle, apparently Kyle and Ayuk had a heart to heart meeting during their, their, uh, bye week last year. And he was mm-hmm. better after that. And he's got his, he's back on schedule. He had a phenomenal training camp, got, got his urgency back into energy. And then you know, Jordan Mason's the real reason why Sermon's no longer there with the Niners and, uh, Ty Davis Price's there with Jeff Wilson and, and Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell's always hurt. He's too small to be a lead back. He's explosive. Mm-hmm. Great fit for that zone scheme, but he gets hurt a lot. So uh, that's where that is. And then their defense is really, really gifted. The only question to me on defense is, is in the secondary where they're very average at safety. Got one good corner, Mosley. Uh, the great story for them was uh, Sam Womack, who's, who's going to be their nickel. Mm-hmm. who was a fifth round pick out of Toledo who who was just had a phenomenal training camp. He's he, he wins that. Uh Shavarius Woods, their other starting corner. They're they're not great out there. Right. In fact, I remember when the Eagles played them last year. We thought they'd go after him. They did remember. They the did. They did. They got him, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. So that remains to be an issue, but they're phenomenal D line, phenomenal linebacker. Fred Warner was one of the best linebackers in football. Greenlaw's underrated. So they're going to be good, but how good remains on the quarterback? And their over under, by the way, is nine and a half. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a, I'm, I wouldn't touch that. I just don't know. There's too much too much unknown there. Yep. All right, the Rams trying to defend Super Bowl champions. What did you learn out there? Well, Van Jefferson, unfortunately, who's the third receiver, is not looking good. He had surgery four weeks ago. And I'm told there was some uh, cartilage damage issue mm. repaired as well. Okay. So he hasn't practiced yet, and you don't practice, you don't play, considering when you haven't played practice in over four weeks. So uh, the story for them, and I don't think he's related to Lawrence McCutcheon, a great former great running back for the Rams, for those of the old-timers out there. But Lance McCutcheon, this kid from Montana State, I, I, for the life of me, I got to figure out why he was not drafted. He is 6'3", can mm-hmm. run. I don't care what his college numbers were. I know he's out of Montana State. So he's a running run. back? No, running. No, he's his, no, he's a receiver. Oh, oh, okay. Lawrence McCutcheon was a legendary Rams. Yeah, I remember back. Lawrence McCutcheon. Yeah, right. Growing up, yeah, in the seventies and the eighties, he was tremendous. But mm-hmm. Lance McCutcheon's number eighty-two as receiver. He led the NFL in receiving yards in, in preseason. Okay, he was phenomenal in training camp. Hmm. I, I, how the hell is this guy not drafted? Interesting, but he he was great. So he made it. They're keeping seven receivers because of Van Jefferson's injury. And Brandon Powell will be the returner. Tutu Atwell, who was largely overdrafted, is too small. Yeah. But Ben Skoranek will be their third receiver until uh, Van Jefferson's ready. Mm-hmm. So Alan Robinson, your guy from Penn State, look, he he had a very good training camp. No, oh, that's good. Yep. Where where did uh, they where are they like kind of lining him up in the offense? So Most inside, outside? Uh he's doing both because Cup's their main slot. Right. But, you, you know, they're a heavy – the Rams run the most 12, 11 personnel last season. Mm-hmm. So this impacts them against the Bills. Now, Davis White's not playing in this game on tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna they're going to spread the Bills out anyway. They have to. But Tyler Higby, I would not surprise me if he becomes a bigger factor early on. You know, he set an NFL record, Tyler Higby, in 2019. Most consecutive 100-yard-plus games at tight end. Four in a row. Really? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Wow, I th- in this day and age, you would think that they, you know Darren end. Waller. I know, but right. I feel like Darren Waller has a hundred yards every yeah. week, and yeah. I, someone will break that soon. I, you know, Kittle. I'm sure. It seems when he's healthy, 
he just can't play four straight games in a yeah, row. Exactly. When he does, right, he right. seems to get 100 yards. Or, maybe or if he gets the plays against the Eagles, he kills yeah. him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Stafford and the red elbow injury, that, the day I was there was the day they shut him down. He he practiced for 15 minutes, and they pulled him. Uh-huh. He's got like tendonitis in it, and it flares up, but they said he's fine. Okay. And that's, you know, that's he took all his reps, and he's ready to go. Uh so Andrew Whitworth is retired. Joe Nupu is their left tackle. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't have the most talented line, but they, they get away with it. Their defense is really good. Yes. Well coached by Raheem Morris, who's going to be head coach again. Mm-hmm. He was too young. He was in his early 30s when he was a head coach. That right. They still got their main style. They still, even though they don't yeah. have Von Miller anymore, they still have Aaron Donald and they have Jalen Ramsey. Um, Bobby Wagner's new. Bobby yeah. Wagner, right. That yeah. was a good addition there. So, yeah, they should be pretty good. It should be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the, 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 the only thing for them is when you spread them out, they're not real deep at corner, but they're, they're, they're well coached. Right. They'll be right there. I do wonder if Trey Lance could play at least average football, I, I do believe they could give the Rams a run for the money. And with the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins for six games, and he remember they, their season went down the tubes when he, when he was lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything went down offensively for them. So. Rams are still the favorite. Now, the Rams right now, they're over under totals. It's, yeah, I think it was 10.5. It is 10.5, minus 110 on the under and the over. You mm-hmm. like over or under there? What was the over under again? <clears throat> it's 10.5. Uh, for the Rams, man. I, that's such a high number. You just, I'd probably go over. I mean, they should really win 11 games because they're that talented, but you just never know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that, that would be it for the NFC. All right. We'll go to the AFC in a second. First, we want to remind our friends uh, to check out PHLSportsNation.com, enhancing the fans' experience. Their coverage of all Philadelphia sports teams for the fan, by the fan, is their motto. So make sure you check them out at PHLSportsNation and on Twitter at, I'm sorry, PHLSportsNation.com and on Twitter at PHLSportsNation. Let's pause real quick for another word from our great sponsors, including our friends at Sky Motor Cars. Hey, it's Jeff Mosher. Adam Kaplan and I love using Anchor for our Inside the Birds podcast every week. It's so user-friendly, anyone can create their own podcast, and you should too. Just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor gives you everything you need to start your own podcast from your phone or computer. Its creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast for a professional sound, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many other platforms. It can be heard by everyone, just like Inside the Birds. You can also make money from your pod with no minimum listenership. What are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to create your podcast today. Sky Motor Cars in Westchester is a different sort of dealership. All it takes is one look at their Highline pre-owned vehicles that people all over the country want and need. Owner Brett Shoulder, make sure you don't spend a dime of your money before you purchase the car. Sky Motor Cars allows you to make all the decisions regarding your next vehicle. At Sky Motor Cars, you never have to spend more than necessary. Visit SkyMotorCars.com today or call 610-918-7225. And if you hop out there to Sky Motor Cars in Westchester, PA, make sure you tell them Adam and Jeff sent you. You will get a great deal. By the way, mm-hmm. best time of our lifetime to sell your car. Not only do they buy cars, sell cars, but best time to buy a used car That's in right. our lifetime. It, the deals that you can get, 
because the car shortage in this country, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, my cars, I've had three or four offers already mm-hmm. uh, to sell and I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to do it, but man, I really should think about that. And that's, it's pro- again, and, and, and by the way, Sky delivers all across the country. They'll ship it to you if you're in LA, wherever you live, uh, they do it every week. And then it is the, it is the dealership for the Eagles, man. Uh, Nicobe Dean, the latest of Eagles to get their car. There you go. All right, so moving on to the AFC teams you saw, let's try to do a little rapid fire here with the uh, AFC yep. East because I know you saw the Patriots, the Jets, yes. and the Dolphins. This is, a, to me, outside of the Bills, it's a real race to see who's the second-best team in this division and whether that team can even challenge the Bills. So after seeing all three, which one – did anyone jump out at you seeing like, you know, I kind of like where this team uh, – I think they got something going. Well, oh, oh, you mean – Boy, I, I Miami's roster. You were there with me. Uh, yeah. Miami's roster is really good. Yeah, I think Miami. L- can let me be, get to make New- a little noise. Yeah, let me get to New England really quick here. So, the big issue is obviously offensively because Belichick and I have a ton of respect for him. I rarely criticize the guy. This is the dumbest thing he's ever done, though. Mm-hmm. With Matt Patricia's li- the likely play caller, with assistance from Joe Judge. Joe Judge at least has coached receivers before. Yeah. And I know Belichick was involved in 09 when Josh McDaniels went to be the Broncos head coach. Bill Bryan was calling the plays that year, but Belichick and Brady had heavy input. Mm-hmm. I, I just, when you're trying to develop a young quarterback, Mac Jones, in the second year, why would you do this when you need your pick of coaches who are, who are not working with teams this year? It's just, I don't get it. But that the reporters are there every day. Uh, I've mentioned, I mean, I saw it when I was with them with the Panthers for two days. It was not pretty. Nelson Aguilar, who was sort of in Josh McDaniels' doghouse, he had a very good training camp, I'm mm-hmm. told. So mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be a factor. They've got a couple of line changes. Overall, the, the the defense is very talented. the The problem is offensively, you just don't know what you're get. I I I really question what Belichick's doing, but we're going to get our answer against the Dolphins this week. Yeah, no, I agree. I, yes, that's right. That's the opening game, Dolphins. But now it's it's the same thing with like Brady a little bit. No matter how much turmoil or or turnover or whatever's going on you, you sort of give new england a little bit of the benefit of the doubt like they figure it out and so I, i'm not ready to I, I look i look at them and i think th- there's really nothing that special about their team but I, I can't sit here and say i'd be shocked if they were a playoff team because you know obviously they they do it every year even with i mean they made the playoffs last year by the skin of their team right they, they were did. a playoff team yeah and they got to and they got destroyed. Yeah. Sort of like the, it was like the Eagles. They were that last yeah. team and they really showed they didn't really belong there. Yeah. Yeah. So that would right. That that would be my one issue with the New England. And then <clears throat> the the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They are very talented. It's you got a rookie head coach, they're keeping the same scheme defensively. Josh Boyer, who's running the New England scheme. Right. And you know what's so funny? I remember when Cosell said this before last year's draft. Jalen, the closest receiver in the NFL, or the closest receiver he's seen since Tyreek Hill was drafted, was Jalen Waddell. Yeah. And what do the Dolphins do? Make Jalen Waddell a possession receiver under 10 yards per catch. How the hell does this happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. But so, um, th- there's certainly a lot of talent there, both on offense and defense. Yeah. And they're secondary. They got some D-line talent. We saw Jalen Phillips. He's a pretty. Mm-hmm. He's becoming a pretty good player. So they can yeah. rush the passer, Agba. I mean, they can do some. They're good. They're 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 a well balanced team. 
the the issue for them is they're they're reshaped once again offensive line. They have yeah. a lot of changes. They've they've completely failed drafting and developing here. This is the the former staff couldn't get anyone to stay where they should be. And they 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 gave up on uh, trying to make Austin Jackson a left tackle. They signed Teron Armstead, who's really good, but he's hurt a lot. Connor Williams comes over from Dallas, who'll be their center. Eichenberg mm-hmm. will start. The the right side's brand new. Uh, Kasiki's back at tight end, who's a flex tight end. He didn't block very well. Uh, and, and the big the big story is Tua. It, it, it's simple. They, he's a point guard playing quarterback. Doesn't yep. throw the ball downfield very much. Right. We suppose that air yards will be good because there'll be a lot of this is uh, Kyle Shanahan and his offense and Mike McDaniel's running. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know. To, look, they, this is the guy they try to get rid of. They try to get Brady. They try to look at. They, they, we know how badly they wanted Sean Watson. So. We'll see how he handles it, but he had a good training camp. This is a timing-based offense. This will be good for him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. But you know, overall, it, it's how Tua goes, this team will go. I agree. Um, and then so the Jets. Uh, the Jets, Adam, I'm fascinated for your opinion. I feel like when I look at their 53, I say, you know what? They've got enough talent where they should be competitive. They shouldn't be have their doors blown off them week after week anymore. This team should start to take some – positive steps forward i like what some of their defensive talent i like some of their their playmaking talent at wide receiver obviously the quarterback's a question mark um and the offensive line got dealt a blow with with becton but what do you think no you 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 outline it well see they've got obviously Dwayne brown comes in it's he has a one-year structure on his deal it's a multi-year deal but it's really a one-year structure mm-hmm. they got a lot of newness garrett wilson first round pick Brees hall first round pick yeah. Two new top tight ends in Uzama and Conklin, um, who are who are talented. Yeah, uh, that'll be that'll help them when they go to twelve personnel. And then defensively, Carl Lawson who missed all of last season. He's back, so he's new. Jermaine Johnson, he's new. Sauce Gardner, he's new. Yeah. DJ Reed, he's new at corner. You're right. They added so much new talent now. It's all got, all got to play together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the underrated John Franklin Myers, who's really talented on the defensive line. Quinn yep. Williams, of course. Yep. But their schedule, man, their schedule is really difficult. Now, they're over under five and a half. I do like over. But, man, their schedule to start the season, Ravens will be tough. Mm-hmm. At Cleveland will be tough. Against the Bengals at home will be tough. They played them last year. At the Steelers versus the Dolphins at Green Bay at Denver. Wow, I'm telling you, they're going to win a game in that stretch that people don't think they're going to win. Yeah, because the talent. Oh, absolutely I, right. I think I, first of all, and this is just projection, but I have a feeling Gardner is going to be exactly what he's supposed. To. I'm still shocked he was the second cornerback taken. That the Texans went with Stingley first. The Jets fell mm-hmm. fell into the Jets' lap. I think yep. he's going to be a superstar. And so when you put Lawson was a breakout player for them in camp last year until he got hurt. You got Lawson, yeah. you got Jermaine Johnson, you got Sauce Gardner, you got Quinnen Williams. Uh, that corner you mentioned was pretty decent. And uh, DJ uh, Reed, yeah, yeah, DJ yeah. Reed, and then the three name John Franklin Myers was it Myers. the D line? Yeah, yep. good, good underrated defensive lineman. They're gonna they're gonna be all right. I think they're gonna beat some teams that people don't expect them to beat. They're probably gonna lose some games. That they yeah. you were hoping that they would win, but I just see them starting to emerge uh, out of the I mean, doldrums. Yeah, the Sheldon Rankins, Solomon Thomas, former first round picks, yeah, Quan Alexander, just, yeah. yeah, just signed. The schedule is murder, but yeah, they they've got a much better roster. I 
I know I know the big issue is Zach Wilson coming back from the uh the meniscus surgery and bruised knee. Mm-hmm. He's doing pretty well. Uh he's got a real chance to play a little earlier on. Actually, he could play this week against Baltimore. We'll see what they do. So overall, yeah, it, it's a better roster. And Elijah Moore, who you mentioned, who's who's gonna be a breakout player. They're gonna be a, they may not be very good. The most they, they'll have a seven wins. They'll be between five and seven. Right. But they're gonna be fun doing it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And then some of those losses are going to be better losses than the pet. They're not going to be losing 26 to three or anything like that. I think they're going to be some competitive in some of their, the games they wind up losing. All right, let's go to the NFC North. You checked out both Cleveland Browns. You were there for the joint practice against the Eagles. You've seen the Baltimore Ravens. I'm thinking bounce back year for the Ravens, man. Uh, and, you know, what did you learn when you were out there? Yep. Lamar was great to practice at the stadium when I was there. Boy, this this Tyler Snoop Huntley is really good. He is a, good. Man, he looked great in the preseason against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Great discovery for them. He's not as, as explosive as Lamar on, on the ground, but he's explosive enough, and he throws the ball really well. What a, what a nice uh, development he's been. The kid, number 80, Isaiah Likely, they will run the most – 13 personnel, which is three tight ends. Mm-hmm. He's going to play a decent amount because Boyle only blocks. Mark Andrews is incredible. In fact, he and Bateman, Mark Andrews and Bateman are, are their two pass targets, and Devin DuVernay is a distant third. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah Likely is going to be involved. Yeah, he's uh, it's amazing. He's he's talented, man. He he had a great preseason training game. And Dobbins is back from his, his uh, ACL. I don't know how much he'll be able to play early on. And Mike Davis will grind it out if they need him to play. Kenya mm-hmm. Drake is there. Defense is talented. Uh, now, Mike McDonald, who was the D coordinator for uh, Michigan, is back. He used to be with the Ravens. So they they parted ways with Wink Martindale. Now, th- we'll see. This is a storyline here. Yep. This yep. Is, you know, when you replace a legend like this, this is tough. But uh, every they got everybody back. Chuck Clark was not traded. They tried to move him. Couldn't move him. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams, they would be Eagle. Should have been an Eagle, but he spurned the Eagles with a, a very similar offer. So they, they're back. They have a very good defense. So they're going to be better than last year. As you said, they, they were beat up. And Lamar with the illnesses and injuries, and he, he's going to yeah, be better. Yeah, I just better. feel like last year was a crazy year for them. Yeah. yeah. yeah I agree yeah. with you. They'll be back. So, so that's the Ravens. Now, the Browns, I mean, let, let's, be, let's be honest about it. If, if you look at Cleveland, right, if, if mm-hmm. you look at Cleveland, it comes down to the quarterback. Jacoby Brissett is very mechanical the way he throws it. He's got a very long release. I saw this for the two days. He's a good – he's a high-end backup, low-end starter. If somehow they could be five and six by the time Watson comes back, they'll have a shot at a wild card. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to win the division, but very good offensive line. A little bit of an issue with center. They're down to their third-string center with Ethan, Ethan Posick. Yeah. The Seahawks. Yep. Uh, but they, they're not, they're going to be heavy 12. They'll probably won't run the most 12 personnel other than Baltimore. Yeah. Some other teams. Yeah. They're going to ground and pound for the yeah, 11 weeks that. and then hope their yeah. defense can win them games. And then when their defense yeah. is good, right? I mean, I like their defense. I think they have good. I, I saw this. Yep. I saw this against the Eagles, though their top two corners didn't practice. They, they with Garrett Clowney, excellent linebacker, very well coached. This is another team that's really well coached. It's you kind of know what's going to be. They, you know, you hate to say hide the quarterback, but that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, it's a hide the quarterback offense. You're not even. They did this smartly with Mayfield. You didn't want to ask him to throw the ball a lot. Don't put it all on him. 
Mm-hmm. With Brissett, you don't want him throwing a lot. They just uh, they they claim Kalamanov waivers, so the Eagles had interest in. But right, it is a look. It, it it's the same offense, but they are really talented. It's just it's a low octane offense, and it's too bad they don't have a better back of them. Brissett, they're going to learn that the hard way. Yeah, I feel like they're going to lose some fourteen ten games, seventeen thirteen style games. You know, they're they're going to be in them, but just not have enough offensive firepower at the end to pull it off. All right, last two teams, you've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars reacquainting with your good buddy, Doug Peterson, and uh, you went out to the West Coast and you saw also the Chargers. Man, you saw three yes. California teams. Well, the Raiders aren't a California team. Well, you didn't see the Raiders. Yes, I know. So you Breaking saw heart. the Chargers, the Rams, and yeah. you saw the Niners. So, yeah, you saw yep. the three California teams. Yep, yep, yep. No, but with the Raiders, it sucks that they're not Napa anymore. But Right, right. So we'll, say, we'll save the Chargers for last because there, there's a lot to right. say about them. But go ahead, Jacksonville. Yeah, with the, well, with the Jaguars, they're, they're in a complete rebuild. I would say not only are they glad or Ramar's not the, the head coach, there, there mm-hmm. probably was a little bit of residual effect in terms of what Ramar did that organization, how negative he was and how he's hated. Mm-hmm. Just, it was bad. It was just, it's really bad. I mean, it was, it was bad. Now they've, Revamped the receiver core with Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Yep. Uh, the the one issue they have is on their offensive line at right tackle. It's very questionable. Mm-hmm. Juwan Taylor and Luke Fortner is a rookie. They like at center. Uh, but and Ben Barch is probably going to be their left guard. It's not a great offensive line. It's underachieved for years, and they kind of blew it up a little bit. Brandon Sharp obviously is terrific mm-hmm. right guard. His thing is injury. But the big thing, what they're going to do is Doug's going to run the same offense he did before Goddard was drafted in Philly. It's going to be heavy 11 personnel. It's going to be a spread. Uh, Evan Ingram's your slot tight end. ETN will be a spread running back. It's it's perfect for what Doug wants. James Robinson is was not in shape when I was there. He's going to be ready for week one. He'll play. I don't know how much. So ETN is, is a guy that has got a chance to be a breakout player. And you know, defensively, Mike Caldwell, former, another former Eagle, is calling the plays. They're going to run a 34 front. They they have some talent. Uh, they're very, mostly very young. That's the thing with them. They're very young and uh, they're, they're they're running a different defense now. So to me, they're they're what is their over under? Shouldn't be any more than five five and a half. Is it? I thought it was about. Half, I, it was, I thought I it was six under. and a half. Actually, yeah. I love the under. Love the under there. Wow, really? Okay, so you still think they're coming along games. there, even though they added about 502 players in free agency. I know, but it's a turnaround <laughs> program. You can't, you, yeah. But see, you can't expect it all to come together in one year. So I like under six and a half, which is one, minus 135, the plus the, the over, the overs plus 115. And then do you like ETN as a fantasy player? Love like him. A, as a, a second runner. Yes. R- yeah. That's what I got him yeah, as P- an RB too. Yeah. In a PPR league. Yes. And Christian Kirk, I love, but he's got a big injury history. He's a smaller guy, but he's much smaller in person. Uh, he's somewhere on 5'10", 5'10", 10, 10 and a half, but he's got a small frame. Uh, so that would be them. You want to go to the Chargers to round this off? Yeah, let's go to the Chargers now. So they're going to be good. They're the they're one of my breakout teams, so I'm not totally sold on Brandon Staley as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, gosh, I can't believe they're over under 10. I guess Las Vegas is wise to it. Damn, I thought it would be a nine and a half. No, I, I thought it would be ten and a half. Actually, I thought oh, that you know they were going to be make the, the playoffs last year. I know, but they're getting so much you know Super Bowl hype. Yeah, yeah. So 
I would the, they have one issue at right tackle. It's the same as last year with Storm Norton, my favorite name. <laughs> Trey Pipkins, uh, who are the, the, the yeah, and they got Zion Johnson will play right guard from Boston College, and yeah, they're good. Josh Palmer. The only problem with Fee, they don't, they're not a heavy 11 personnel team. I know some people like them for fantasy. The problem is unless someone gets hurt, Mike Williams, namely, Palmer's not going to play a ton, but man, he's the kind of guy who's, what I love about him is forget about the, the four, five, two, 40. He plays him to the mid four fours. He is really gifted. He's the guy from Alabama who the coaches would tell me he ran away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Tennessee, excuse me. Same Tennessee, right, Tennessee. right, right. But he beat the, the Alabama corners he ran away from. He ran right by them. Super strong physically. He's a guy that you want to take late in your draft and stash and see who gets hurt. And the, the other question is for Eckler, can he keep up that unbelievable pace of touchdowns because he's so small? Yeah, I mean, he had 20 last year. I don't think that that's sustainable. Crazy. But he still could right. be a good fantasy player or even good oh, productive yeah. player without putting up 20 touchdowns. But I, I – you know, I, I I looked at that and I thought that that seems like the James Conner thing too, like unsustainable. Exactly, keep right, came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, right. So defensively, they re- completely reshaped it. They're going to have five new starters. Yeah. So what what I was explaining to me was Brandon Staley, who calls their defense. He wanted to get bigger size. He he thought they were too small. I mm-hmm. think Kaiser White moves on to a smaller linebacker. Right. Murray Murray was hurt. Missed most of the training camp. He's back now. It's been sort of a disappointment to this point. Let's let's call it like it is, but he's very talented. Morgan Fox is new. Sebastian Joseph Day is new. Austin Johnson's new. Khalil Mack is new. JC Jackson is new. Bryce Callahan's new. I like how you threw Khalil Mack in there, just like with, you know, Austin, like Morgan Fox and Austin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Khalil well, Mack's know, Khalil new. Mack, <laughs> Khalil Mack, who they got in the trade, boys, he's he's been a disappointment the last couple of because he's been hurt. Hurt, yeah. Missed a lot of practice time talking to Bears. He missed a lot of practice time the last couple of years. Yeah. Man, where's the time is going? Where's that time gone now? He is now 31 years old. Yeah. I don't know. So you put a- him and Bosa on the same line, though. Yeah. Uh, Joey Bosa. Yeah. And um, I'm scared if I'm a quarterback. I'm well, very, very okay. Scared. Mike Davis, JC Jackson, Asante Samuel, Bryce Callahan, Derwin James. Yep. So you look at that defense with the guys you mentioned and the, the new players. And Kyle Vanoy, by the way, is a good backup. Mm hmm. This could be a good fantasy defense. Now he's if you're keeping two, that might be worth a flyer as a number two defense. So yeah, I get it. The the a lot of changes, the expectations are are there. And boy, they remember they lost the last game of the regular season last year, the Sunday night game to the Raiders. Right. Right. Where they would have been in. So yeah, I ten ten's a lot, man. That that's wow, I think they're built for it. They're good. Do you think that would you take the over or the under? Well, the only thing is that might deter them is that they're playing in a division with kansas city who's obviously still going to be good and i think the raiders have added and um you know they, they themselves are a good team they just missed the playoffs last year and who's the fourth team that i'm missing well, they got oh, the broncos got the broncos have russell wilson and yeah and they've also retooled so i mean it's a very competitive division but i i like i mean i think their defense is uh, with derwin james khalil mack Joey Bosa, and then the cornerback that they signed. What's his name again? I can't think of. Uh, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. That's yeah. that's pretty solid right there. And mm. then the fact that they've got Justin Herbert, one of the best upcoming oh. young quarterbacks. Right. And I wouldn't be – we'll see. Maybe they'll change philosophically, offensively. I don't know why you would play two tight ends when you have three receivers like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Josh Palmer. 
maybe they'll open it up a little bit now that it's year three for Justin Herbert and he's gotten, you know, he showed he can do it. So um, that, that, but that alone with Austin Eckler and Davis, that that's a good, well-rounded team right there. I mean, I, that's a team that doesn't have a whole lot of flaws, I think, but. Yeah. The, the Joe Lombardi offense that he's running, he's running the New Orleans scheme and in New Orleans, yeah. they run a lot of 12. They do. Yep. They like formation variation and so forth. So we'll, he did a great job last year. He got fired uh, by the Lions in season in his first year. Right. He's rebounded really nicely. He's done a great job. So they'll, they'll be good. They're, they're kind of like the Texas Rangers of the NFL. Nobody knows anything about them. They're like the <laughs> team that time lost. They're exactly. like kind of like on an island. Yes. Fun training camp, but that that's it. Yeah, that's uh, – all right, well, that was good stuff. That was about, what, a half dozen or, no, a dozen teams we just went well, We didn't bore there. you, folks. We just want to, because this is a hump day. This is a Wednesday because they're not we're not coming off a game. So if you do fantasy or you do over-unders, I wanted to make sure we talk about that. Yeah, that was great stuff. So our next podcast will be the preview of the Eagles versus the Lions, and we'll have it all broken down. We'll get some sources uh, to intel us on what, what, what teams are doing. And uh, then on Sunday, we'll have our pregame show. Really looking forward to the start of the season. Of course, Thursday night, that big game you mentioned between the Chargers and the – no, no, the the, the Bills, Bills and who? Rams. Yeah, yeah, Rams and Bills. That's what I meant, not Chargers. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Inside the Birds, the leading podcast in Eagles Intel. Big thanks to our producer, Tyler Strasser. He does an excellent job. And, of course, as always, we thank you for flying with us. Inside the bird.